Hello, my name is Bhaskar and welcome to Vizaiko's GMAT podcast. In this episode, we are going to be looking at more details that have come out about this GMAT online examination. In an earlier episode, we actually discussed the fact that GMAT is coming up with an online version of the GMAT examination as a temporary measure to provide students with an opportunity to write the GMAT examination so that they'll be able to apply to business schools and their business schools plan need not be stalled on account of the lockdown scenario prevailing due to the COVID-19 situation. In this episode, more details are there. We'll look at the pros cons of going ahead with this examination and the key points that you need to know. Also, we'll quickly look at for what kind of students the online version of the examination is a godsend manna and for what kind of students should they wait out for the test centers to open and not go ahead with this online version. Let's quickly look at the key data that's needed and then also look at positive points of going ahead with it and things that you need to consider before you look at taking this online examination, essentially the pros and cons. Key details, you'll be able to take this examination starting April 20th, 2020. This version of the examination, at least in the initial phase, GMAT is making available till the 15th of June 2020. You'll be able to take this examination from your home from most parts of the world, excepting certain countries and regions which include mainland China, Iran, Cuba, North Korea and the likes. So, which means that a big chunk of the GMAT test takers will be able to take this online version irrespective of whether test centers are operational in your country. So, it's a wonderful move by them. Having got these details, let's quickly look at what are the positives of going ahead with this online examination. The biggest positive of this online examination is that it lets you catch application deadlines. If you're one of those people who was planning to apply with the round four application cycle for a 2020 admission and you had not taken the GMAT examination asset, right, then this is a beautiful opportunity for you. You'll be able to take the examination, have the score in hand, and you'll be able to catch the round four deadline and be able to start your MBA right this year. There are others who will be applying to schools which have a January calendar. In which case you should be applying by June of this year to be able to catch the application deadlines meaningfully. For those students again, there is uncertainty about when the test centers will open. So the online examination is actually a great opportunity to take the GMAT, have your scores in place so that you'll be able to apply and catch June-July deadlines for a January admission. So if you're catching application deadline, it's a big positive. Positive point number one, you're able to catch application deadline. The second thing, even if you don't have an application deadline right now in hand, the big positive that it gives you is it removes the uncertainty over when you'll be able to take the GMAT. Even if you have some dates about when the lockdown will be relaxed, will the relaxation include opening up of test centers for examinations such as the GMAT and GRE? If not, how long will you have to wait? And by the time the relaxation is completely there and you're able to take the test in the GMAT test center, will it be too late to catch the application deadline for this year? Quite a lot of uncertainty out there. So if you take the online version of the GMAT examination, you have essentially sealed the deal and you don't have to worry about it. Point number three in terms of the positives of going ahead with it is basically this. You get to save some dollars. Not too much, but still is reasonable and meaningful. The GMAT examination in the test center based version is costing us $250. The online version is cheaper by $50. You pay only $200 to take the examination. Not just that, in the test center based version, you're allowed to send your GMAT scores free of cost to five business schools. For any additional school that you want to send your scores, it's called an additional score report that you'll have to send. Each additional score report costs $35. For the online version, the fee for the additional score report has been completely waived. So that's quite a lot of savings, right? So three key points, you'll be able to take the examination and catch application deadlines. 
you'll be able to take the examination without the uncertainty of whether centers will be open sooner or later so it brings in a peace of mind if you're chosen to go ahead with this online version and third you save some dollars it's a quite a lot of positives here let's also look at points that you need to watch out for certain concerns and those are key concerns in terms of how your score is going to pan out the key concern for me the biggest concern for me with this new online version of the examination is that you do not have access to a scratch paper to do any calculations i just can't fathom how one will be able to do mathematics calculation how will i write equations how will i be able to do calculations which involve dividing a five digit number by a three digit number without putting pen to paper what is the alternative that gmat is offering to not having the scratch paper gmat is providing us with what is called as an online whiteboard in its simplest form the online whiteboard is the equivalent of nothing but the notepad software that you find in windows systems or the text edit software that you'll find in a mac system essentially it's a plain simple text editor so you need to actually type in equations you need to type in calculations into a notepad kind of a software and then complete your calculations or solve those equations i took couple of equations and tried to solve in a notepad kind of a scenario yes it was possible it's not an impossible task but the amount of time it took was a lot more than what i would have done had i got pen and paper and the other factors also we are so used to doing any calculation in a pen and paper kind of a scenario shifting it completely to a keyboard interface you only have a keyboard as an input device to input things you can't have a tablet you cannot have a stylus to enter it all of those devices are not permitted which essentially means that it's going to take a lot more time to complete a calculation than what it would have taken had he been provided pen and paper where did gmat opt for this there is a rational behind it gmat's test integrity is purely a function of their questions not being leaked out right that is sacrosanct for them if they let you write on pieces of paper or on any other equivalent way there is a risk of the question getting leaked out in that case the validity of the question and the integrity of the examination comes into question so to avoid this they basically said that there is no way a student is going to be allowed to write anything on any piece right it could be a plastic paper it could be a normal paper yes understandable from an integrity point of view but from a student's test taking perspective it's a lot more difficult if the same 31 quant questions are provided to me with 93 minutes maybe i'll be able to do all calculations meaningfully and get to the answer but you still have the same 62 minutes to do 31 questions and without a scratch paper which means either your accuracy is going to be compromised or you'll not be able to answer all the question so that's a serious concern when it comes to this online version of the examination the couple of other things which are nagging ones not really big but they also do play a role in influencing whether i would want to go for the online version of the examination the first is there's no score preview from 2012 GMAT has introduced this concept called the score preview which essentially meant that at the end of writing the GMAT examination you will get to see your GMAT score in the quant section verbal section IR section and what you scored out of 800 you have 2 minutes to decide whether you want to accept the score or cancel the score at the end of the examination in a test center based version if you like the score that you see if it is over and above what you expected to get students accepted the score if it is below what they expected they cancel the score the score preview feature is not available in the online version of the examination what is more you don't even have an opportunity to cancel the examination you could have a hunch saying that hey i did not think this examination went very well i'm not getting to see the score 
but on a blind basis i know that this is not a performance i am happy about so let me cancel the score even that option is not available so if you choose to take the online version of the examination at the end of the examination your score will necessarily be made available to business schools for the next 5 years to whichever school you are asking the scores to be sent what is the pro or con about this what is the big deal about it the big deal about it is basically this there are two kinds of students some people who would have gotten their first attempt let's take an example who scored a 560 in the gmat repeated the gmat and then got a 650 and then went ahead and took the gmat a third time and managed to get a 760 they'll have a beautiful story to write and they will have all these three scores available on their score report they would have accepted each one of the test scores they'll say that hey i knew that i was always a 760 material but when i got a 560 the first time i did not settle for it i had the perseverance to work towards a higher score in the second attempt i managed to push myself to a 650 i could have easily settled at a 650 because it's a substantial improvement and i know i could have got admitted into quite a few business schools with that but i knew inherently that i had the capability and the potential to score a 760 so i did not settle for a 650 i worked hard and got a, a third gmat which gave me the score that basically tells what my potential is this is the caliber this is a character this is a personality that you are admitting to so they can build a beautiful story around it right second variant who would have got the same three things 560 650 and a 760 they will probably want to present a picture where they would have cancelled the 560 and a 650 and would have accepted only a 760 they will want to present a picture to the business school stating that hey i knew that i was a 750 material i worked hard to a 750 i did not go ahead rush into examination headlong and look at a score which was lesser and then work towards improving they would have done all of this in real life but they'll show only the 760 they'll say that i knew what my capability was i knew how to plan and reach there and i reached there if the second variant who wants to present a clean slate to the business school then the online examination comes in the way of doing that unless the attempt in the online examination ended up giving you the score that you really wanted that without a scratch paper is actually a questionable deal lastly one other thing to keep in mind before you go ahead and take this online examination keep one thing very clearly in mind a student will be able to take only one attempt of this online gmat examination So if you're planning to catch an application deadline and you're serious about writing this online version of the GMAT examination my suggestion is take adequate number of practice tests get beyond the score level that you are having for example if you have a score target of 700 in the mock examinations so you get a 720 and above which is when you're ready to apply and write this online examination if the online version did not end up being what you expected it to then you get to keep the score and the next attempt is only when the GMAT opens up test centers So lastly who should take this examination and who should probably wait out if you are someone who already has an application deadline to catch and it is really close and you know that test centers are not likely to be open before that you don't have a choice you have to necessarily go and take this examination and apply in that particular round or if someone who has an admit from a school subject to the condition that you are able to produce a gmat score of a level of 650 or a 680 or some such number then you have an admit and that admit is a provisional admit which will be converted into a final admit only with a gmat score and you probably have a 20 day window or a one month window to provide the gmat score then i think you don't have a choice you have to go with the online version for all others who are probably applying to the fall calendar of 2021 if your mba is starting in august or september of 2021 you can take the gmat as late as december of 2020 and you'll still be able to catch round 2 deadlines and get an admit for fall 2021 admission so it's quite a lot of time 
what should you be doing right now do adequate preparation for a gmat take a lot of mock cats lockdown is a wonderful time to be for fair preparation even if you are working from home you've saved time on commute that's usually for a lot of people a couple of hours a day that extra couple of hours invested into the gmat preparation could go a long way in improving your score use this lockdown effectively to improve your score that when the test centers are open you're not left wanting to prepare some more you're just raring to go the day the first day the second day the test centers are available just go write the examination get a good score bank it if you don't have a deadline to catch and if you're applying only for 2021 my suggestion is should wait for the test centers to open before we leave answer to last week's question last week's question was what kind of numbers have three factors some of you had sent in your answers you had sent in answers saying that perfect squares will have three factors perfect squares will have odd number of factors let's take the case of a number like 16 how many factors does 16 have 1 16 2 8 and 4 so it's got odd number of factors what kind of numbers will have exactly three factors squares of prime numbers will have exactly three factors that's a correct answer to this question what is the question for this week this week's question is this you have two numbers x and y if i know that x is greater than y can i infer that 2x will always be greater than 2y are there numbers for which 2x may not be greater than 2y until next time stay safe stay healthy and stay motivated